This is the New Testament reading, 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 6. Yet for us there is but one God, the Father from whom all things came and for whom we live. And there is but one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom all things came and through whom we live. Rock, paper, scissors. Red, green, blue, or the primary colors of light. The Lord of the Rings trilogy, the Three Little Pigs, and even the Stooges. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All good things come in threes. And when it comes to good things, we need to especially think about the latter, the Holy Trinity. The Trinity is probably one of the biggest confusions, really, in the Christian church, yet it's basically what the entire church is based off of. We don't really understand it all the time, but we know that it's important. About a month ago, I was told that I was going to have to give a sermon for Youth Sunday. Um, I wasn't too excited, but... As I typically do, I didn't start on it until this Tuesday. I waited till the last minute. You'd think I wouldn't be prepared considering that I finished this last night. Uh, however, I knew exactly what I was going to talk about almost immediately. It's really amazing. I, it was almost like I knew what I was going to talk about before I even knew that I was going to give a sermon. It started, uh, I want to say, about at the beginning of the school year. But what I know for sure is it was in a Sunday school class, and we were just all sitting on the couches downstairs and talking, and we were talking about the Trinity. I didn't ever think much of it while I was sitting down there. I was just like, well, this is pretty boring. I don't really want to be here. I didn't understand how three and one could work. It, I'm, a, I'm, I think pretty logically, and it doesn't make much logical sense. But I didn't care enough to really find out at the time how it worked. I just accepted that it's worked. And, and, and that's what we do far too often in our daily lives. We do that all the time. We don't fully understand something, so we just, we say that it works. We don't care how it works, we just dismiss it and put it to the side. We just know that it works. It's, it's like gravity. You know that if I drop a water bottle from up here, it's gonna go down. Some of y'all know it'll go down at 9.8 meters per second squared. Y'all know that Y'all know that y'all are in your seats right now because of gravity. We're not floating around because of gravity. But unless you're a physicist or, or in an engineering field, you don't need to know how it works really at all. You just need to know that it works. We treat the Bible in the same way a lot of times. We, we see things in the Bible and, and we know that they, they work, but we don't bother 
to figure out how they work. And I, I believe that if you want to call yourself a Christian, it, it certainly behooves you to learn how things work in the Bible instead of just brushing them under the rug and accepting it. Getting back on topic, uh, remember whenever I was talking about the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We all know that. Most of us don't understand it, though. Remember that Sunday school class that I was talking about? The one that was probably late August? Well, it was in that Sunday school class whenever Abby Martin, one of our resident youth, said it. We were all trying to explain how three and one was possible because it, it doesn't make sense to most of us. It doesn't really compute in our heads. We were failing to under, understand it and we were failing to explain it until she said something. She said, it's like water. There's a liquid version, there's a gas version, there's a solid version, but they're all the same compound. They're all H2O. I'll expand on that a little bit later, but it was at that moment that it, it clicked. Everything that I didn't understand about that made perfect sense. Because I thought, how can three and one be possible? You can't fit three things that are the same size into one thing that's the same size as each of them. The idea that I never understood, never even bothered with understanding, it now just made perfect sense. Going forward, I'm going to try to explain the idea of the Trinity and how it works and where we see it. So we'll start with the obvious one, the Father. We all know Father, the God, the, he's, he's our water in our H2O, the liquid. He's the first one we think of. He's the figurehead of the Trinity. When, when somebody tells you to think of the Trinity, you, you often think Father, then Son, then Holy Spirit. In Genesis 1.26, it says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeliness, and let them have dominion over the fish in the sea, and over the birds in the heavens, and over the livestock, and over the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. I don't know if y'all caught that. It's in the first sentence. Then God said, let us make man in our image, after our likeliness. It's the word our. Make man in our image, after our likeliness. It, it points to the idea of the Trinity in the beginning of the Bible, before anybody even really knew about it. It shows that there's more than one, that there's the three in one. We look to God as Father because he acts on us as if we are his children. We're dependent on him, or at least we should be. And like children, we look up to God. And a lot of us, when we were younger, maybe on the playground in elementary school or something, we had an argument with another kid, and we, it went something like this. My dad's better than your dad. 
And that was basically all the logic we needed to explain why our dad was better than their dad. But we know that God is better than any other dad. Then we look at the sun. Not that fireball in the sky, but the sun in the Trinity. He's our eyes in this H2O. He's, he's the solid. He's Jesus. He's the most tangible one for us. He's, he's the one that we can relate to. He's, he's the human form. We, we can see Jesus in all of the New Testament, and often we, we point to him because he's an example, because we can see how we're supposed to act through him. He's the second one we think of when we think of the Trinity. It's, it's kind of like ice. When we're asked to list the compounds of water, we, we think water, then ice, and then the vapor. He's called the sun because he's most like us in the fact that he shows his dependence on God in all the New Testament. And he tells everybody how awesome his dad is. And John 8:19 says, "Then they asked him, "Where is your father? You do not know me or my father," Jesus replied. "If you knew me, you would know my father also." It says that you have to know one to know the other. You have to understand one to understand the other. And that's, that points to the fact that they're the same. Then we go to the most confusing one, really, for all of us, the Holy Spirit. In our H2O analogy, he's going to be the gas or the vapor. He's the one that we don't really think of that often. We leave him out, even though the Spirit's all around us. Now, I'm sure most of you all have used a dehumidifier before. What that does is that takes all the water vapor in the air and puts it into this nice little bucket. And you think, wow, all that water was in the air. I never saw it. And like that, the Holy Spirit is all around us. And we never see it, but we know it's there. And the Holy Spirit is just surrounding us constantly. And in a, in a way, we're the Holy Spirit. The people of God are the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit lives in us and through us. In Acts 7.51, it says, You stiff-necked people, your hearts and ears are still uncircumcised. You are just like your ancestors. You always resist the Holy Spirit. We need to open our hearts to the Holy Spirit and just let it come in and fill us. And we don't do that as often as we might think, and certainly not as often as we should. The Holy Spirit, unlike the other two, doesn't have a figure that we can think of. We think of God as this old man in the sky, right? And we know what Jesus looks like. But the Holy Spirit's hard for us to understand because we don't have a picture of what the Holy Spirit looks like. And that's because it lives through believers and it lives in us and around us. 
It's hard to understand something that we can't see. So I want you to go out with this new understanding of the Trinity and this new idea of trying to understand things in the Bible, trying to understand your faith. And I want you to allow the Holy Spirit to fill you. I want you to open up your hearts and allow God to take over. And I want you to open up your eyes and be able to do what Jesus did and go out and share the word. So go out into the world and share the love that God has for you and try to become disciples of him.